Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is some really bad news. It's almost depressing, really bad news. But before I give the bad news to you, I want to give you a little encouragement. I want to tell you where this thing is going. And I, 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 again, I know some things I can't share with you. Now, this has nothing to do with the financial thing. This has to do with oil in Israel, where I want to drill, and the things that are coming. So I'll just start with a disclaimer, and I'll try to keep it short. Um, the disclaimer is, I'm told by my oil attorney, anytime I say this, talk about oil, I have to give you the disclaimer, and that is, we cannot guarantee that we're ever going to get the money drilled for or hit oil in Israel. So let me just speak from my heart for just a second. God has given me a dream and a vision and an audible voice. And the way I take it is, yeah, I am going to be the one to find the oil in Israel. Now, I can't guarantee that, but that's the way I take it. I believe that he has shown me where to drill a couple of different places. He just recently gave me another confirmation from another prophet that had no idea what he was saying. But, oh, I did. I knew exactly what it was and went to the Bible, and it proved out to be correct, correct and accurate. I think that it won't be very long until we get the money, and then you'll hear me saying that I'm going to Israel. You're going to then see me probably doing live podcasts. Uh, I don't exactly how that'll all work. I can't use cell phone because that would identify where I am. That is until we have legally the rights to that area. But there will be a time in there when I can explain all of this. But right now, uh, there's a lot of listening ears that would love for me to tell them where I want to drill. Because there's lots of companies. As a matter of fact, there's been 503 holes drilled and this is information that's eight or ten years old, probably more than that now. Eight or t- uh, since two, since 1953, there's been 503 holes drilled in Israel, and at last count, only seven were producing. In other words, searching for oil in Israel is a dismal failure, and I can tell them scripturally why God didn't give them the oil. But I believe there will be a time when I'm doing programs from Israel. And I'm going to say, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened. We're filing the paperwork. We're purchasing drilling rigs. We're moving them into place and all of that. Okay, so let's assume for just a moment that I don't have a hole in my head, that it doesn't whistle when I walk through a high wind, (laughs) that I know what I'm talking about, and that I really have heard from God, and that I really do hit oil in Israel. Why? Because God wants a prophecy teacher that will tell Israel this is God's fulfillment of his promise out of Exodus 3.8, when God said, get you up, I'm sending you in land that flows with milk and honey. I, as a prophecy student, am going to be able to open the Bible and show them in their Bible, this is the fulfillment of God's promise talking to Moses. This is your milk and honey And I'll be able to explain it to them. Now, here's the part I haven't told you. This is a new revelation. And I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to tell you, those of you that are real prophecy students, you're about to have your light bulbs go off. They're about to light up. You're about to say, oh, really? 
because <laughs> that's what happened to me just recently. So if you go into, I believe it's uh, Ezekiel 38, about verse 4. It says, I will put hooks in your jaw. Well, I'm getting to where I want to say too much here. October the 28th of 2001, Leslie was shown a vision, or excuse me, a dream in the night, where God spoke to her audibly and showed her where the oil flows in Israel. And it's in the shape of a fish hook. Well, Ezekiel 38, I believe it's verse 4, might be 5, somewhere in there, says, I will put hooks in your jaws, meaning... I think that the massive amounts of oil that will soon be discovered in Israel is going to be the hook in the jaw of the Russians because I think it will begin to dry the wells of all the nations surrounding Israel. And the wealth of the wicked will be turned over to the just and that will be the ultimate final fulfillment of that verse, which is uh, Proverbs, what, uh, I got it covered up, I got too many notes. I want to say like 23 or something like that. Anyway, when that happens, I want to buy an airline. Now, here's where you come in. And I want to start flying Christians and Jews because Ezekiel 39, the very last verse in chapter Ezekiel 39, I believe it's 39, 28, says, I will leave none of them there. Meaning, every Jew on the planet, God knows who they are, Every Jew on the planet is going to move back to Israel. And I can show you other scriptures where he's laid on my heart to also fly millions, I didn't say thousands, millions of Christians to Israel where they will have a chance to live as long as they possibly can until the very, very last days. It'll be the, the very best place on earth to be living, and I'll have to show you that all in the scripture, and I'll be happy to do that. I just want to let you know, before I give you this bad news, God's got a plan. God's got a plan, and for those of you that are prophecy students, especially those of you that follow Prophecy Club, and especially if you're on our email list, then you're going to get at the top of the list those people that were willing to fly to Israel and to relocate you in Israel. I haven't talked about this much. I haven't even talked about it much with my wife, Leslie. But I feel like I need to say something now because of this bad news I'm about to bring you. I just want to let you know, God's in control. This bad news I'm about to bring you, it's all part of the plan. It has to happen, but God is going to take care of us. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at the right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Okay. So let's get to the bad news. Now, let me reiterate. Just because I put one thing from one person on the program means that I think that this particular message is of God. It does not necessarily mean other words or dreams or visions or other things that person writes are from God, okay? And here's what happens. People will then see that I'm endorsing someone, saying this is of God, And they assume that everything else from that person is of God. And yes, we'd like it to be that way. But the truth is, we've all missed. We've all thought we heard, come find out, it wasn't. And so, 
just because I put one thing from that person on does not mean everything from that person is of God in my opinion. So I caution you to assume, well, Son Prophecy Club, everything is on everything else from that person's right on. Not necessarily. I'm very cautious of people that get words from the Lord. I find that the average word from the Lord has way too much flesh in it. And for lots of reasons, I typically avoid it. All right, now I've wasted nine minutes talking about that. So let's get into the really bad news. Essentially, it's going to tell you that North Korea is going to join a coalition of nations that will nuke America. Now, you remember, Dimitri said the fall of America would start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people would start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries he couldn't remember would attack. Apparently, and we've suspected this for a long time, North Korea is going to be one of the other two nations and that's part of the good or the bad news. Okay, here we go. This comes to us from Vicky Go Fourth Parnell three twenty six twenty three. She calls it a secret conversation. I call it North Korea and Russian agree to use nuclear bombs on the United States. This is lightly edited. She says, "With my eyes fully open, I see a grand office with Vladimir Putin in it." He begins a video call. The video screen is about eight by ten inches. It is a private call. The device guarantees a secure call and translates the languages. The voice says, What do you want, Vladimir Putin? Have you considered my proposal yet, Kim? I see Kim Jong-un of North Korea on the screen. I have Vladimir. I have Vladimir. This is Kim speaking. I have Vladimir. But what's in it for me in North Korea, Kim asks. If you join my coalition and aid in the destruction of America... You will become a strong country with my help, with all of Mother Russia behind you. I shall give you more technology to advance your weaponry as well as your economy. Kim pauses, then says, We have no love here for the United States. What do you require of me? Because I know you, Vladimir Putin. You do nothing without improving your, your position. Vladimir says, Kim, you wound me with your words. Vladimir, that is the way of a good leader. Now tell me, if I join your coalition, what would you require of me and North Korea? I know you well, Vladimir. You do nothing without it being to your advantage somehow. Putin says, I would require you to take control of South Korea. Because if not, she will throw her support for the United States once we've struck. Well, that will not be an easy task, Kim said. Then he speaks again. If I agree to your coalition terms, then I would require something from you. Vladimir Putin isn't moved at all. It is almost as if he's expecting Kim Jong-un to ask for something else. Then he spoke up and asked Kim quickly, Something else besides the generous offer that has been given to you already? And what would this requirement be, Kim? Kim's face was serious as he said quickly, I have promised the United States a Christmas gift. My gift is late, but late, late gifts can be sent at any time. My requirement is this, that North Korea gets to turn 
at unleashing our nuclear weapons upon their American soil during the strikes before the invasion. If this requirement is met, then I will verbally agree to your coalition. I will sign it the moment you make your first strike with your nuclear and hypersonic weapons upon the United States of America. These are my terms and conditions. Putin's face spreads into a pure evil grin. Then he says, I like your style, Kim. By all means, join in the fun. You can be given a shot on the third. Now, I do not know what that on the third means. I don't know if they're having a meeting on the third of, say, next month. Or on the third, some month that's already passed. I mean, she had this back in, what, February, March? Kim Jong-un's face broke into a huge grin, and he began laughing, a horrible laugh. Putin joins in, and I see both of them laughing. Kim Jong-un says, Then, Vladimir Putin, we shall join your coalition. Thank you for your generous offer and for all the priority, prior advanced technology and weaponry that Russia has been so willing to help us with. North Korea shall rise to be a strong nation. Then it is done, Putin asked. Yes, Vladimir, it's a deal. North Korea should join you and the other nations gathered against the United States, and I shall enjoy watching her burn. Then the vision disappears, and it's gone. Vicky says, Jesus, Jesus, help us. All is set, daughter. I heard him respond, all is set. Prepare your heart in me. In me, daughter of faith and grace and mercy, in me alone. Um, by the way, it is summertime, which is a slow time for us. And if God is blessed and you can help us, we would really appreciate it. Now would be a really good time. I'm going to show you something you've never seen or tasted before. I'm doing this impromptu. I just went out to my own bread machine, and I pulled this out. This is a loaf I made Saturday. This is my famous raisin cinnamon vanilla. This new loaf, the, the whole loaf would weigh about three pounds. Of course, I've already eaten about half of it. But I want to show you why you have never tasted this. Each one of these slices, you can see how thick it is. One of these slices is a meal. You eat one of these in the morning, one in the afternoon, and not only are you satisfied, you're, you're really satisfied. You're really happy. Cinnamon, raisin, vanilla, and yes, at josephkitchen.com, you can get the recipe. This is an upgraded recipe that I plan to be putting out here as soon as I get a chance. But if you look close, those are raisins, cinnamon, and vanilla all whipped together. You put that into a toaster, put a little bit of butter on that, and, well, it doesn't last long at church. As a matter of fact, they pass by all of the nice donuts and all of the other sweet garbage to get something that's really good for them. Now, what I would suggest you do is start making your own bread, whether you've already got Joseph's Kitchen or whether you haven't, get it. Now, here's what you do. You go to josephskitchen.com. Two things. One, you order a machine package. That's the mechanicals to make it. In other words, the grinder that takes the wheat berries, turns it into flour, which you put into the bread machine with six other ingredients, push a button, two hours and 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. It won't look like this because <laughs> this one has raisin cinnamon and, uh, and honey in it. Anyway, extra honey. 
And the next thing you want to do is decide how much food you want to have. Do you want to have six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, or just enough for one person? All of that is at the price of around $1,000 per person. Get you some homemade whole wheat bread. Why have you never tasted this? Because the grocery stores cannot and will never be able to offer this because in about 7 to 10 days after you break the wheat berry, it starts going bad. Now, I know that I'm going to have to eat this in the next 7 to 10 days, but I also know it's probably not going to last more than 3 or 4 days. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life, and I can't guarantee this. Uh, I can't say it legally. But uh, let's put it this way. I've, I've been taken off of my, uh, well, I've been taken off of my high blood pressure pills. And the doctor said that I have low cholesterol now, cut my cholesterol pill in half. And the only thing I can say is over the last year, I started eating whole wheat bread. So there it is, whole wheat bread. Josephskitchen.com. Secret door to understand Bible prophecy It will help you to understand it's not complicated, but it is deep. Because to understand Bible prophecy, well, let's put it this way. I wish I had had the book 30 years ago. It would have helped me understand Bible prophecy. It would have put so many misunderstandings that I have had through the years in place. Matter of fact, when when I started getting these 30 revelations, because I memorized the book of Revelation, I learned a lot. (laughs) I mean, I learned a lot I did not know. I mean, I think I went to school with Jesus, and I don't think I'm something special. Matter of fact, I don't even think it came because I memorized the book of Revelation. I think you're something special. I think he gave the book to his end-time saints, his end-time watchmen, so that you can explain to people, so you can be a part of the great move of God, the great harvest, the thousands upon thousands of souls that are about to come to Jesus. And if you want to share in that harvest, you need to be able to explain Bible prophecy. And the Holy Spirit is not going to put up with you teaching a bunch of errors. you got to know what you got to know. And that is, got to kick out that idea of thinking that there's going to be a pre-trib rapture. It's not going to happen. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There's other things, you know, you, you got to learn. <laughs> and this is, this is the reason I think he gave the book. Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, prophecyclub.com. ProphecyClub.com. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online, CornerstoneAssetMetals.com, or call them at 888-747-3309. 888-747-3309. I am having another Level 2. Level 2 School of the Watchman's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is you're going to be saying, well, what's the difference between level one and level two? Well, lots. Level one was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading. 
But this one is designed to make you a teacher of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, our office wants to know if you went through level one and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation and you went through level one, send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, we're going to have a level three, God willing. And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it. So I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that we're going to cover in level two. Level two is going to get you real close to being a, a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through level three, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to it. And that's where we're going with it. 